Hello there, everyone. My name is Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Culips English Podcast. You're listening to Real Talk, which is the series for beginner and intermediate English learners, where we teach you the English expressions that you need to know for real world situations. Joining me today is my co host, Cassie. Hello, Cassie. Hey, Andrew, and hey, listeners. Guys, today we're going to be teaching you how to make an appointment at the dentist. That's right. And for this episode, we offer a full transcript and study guide for all Culips members. So to become a member and get the study guide, just visit culips.com. So, Cassie, could you let us know what we'll be Covering in this episode? Yeah. So, as I mentioned, we're going to learn how to make an appointment at the dentist. So, in Canada and in the US, walk ins are not common. A walk in is when you just go to a doctor's office or a dentist's office without an appointment. But instead, you should make an appointment in advance over the phone or on the dental clinic's website if that option is available. Exactly. And sometimes it is, and that's really convenient, but it all depends on the dental clinic. And Cassie, when I was preparing for this episode, I visited my old dentist in Canada's website to see if they had an option to book online, and they did. So I clicked to make an appointment just to see how to do that so I could tell our listeners. And their appointment service was not working. I just got an internet error. So, yeah, in that kind of situation, you'd have no other option but to call them and make an appointment. So, even though many things we can do online and maybe we can avoid making phone calls、uh, many times, it's still good to know how to do it just in case you ever have to do it in the future. So, guys, in this episode, then we're going to focus. On making an appointment over the phone. And the plan for this lesson is that we're going to start by listening to an example conversation where a man calls a dental office to schedule an appointment with the receptionist. And then after we listen to the conversation, Cassie and I will go through it again and break it down and explain all the key parts and the key expressions that you need to know. When you call a dentist's office yourself. Sounds like a great plan. So let's get started by listening to that example. All right, let's do it. Good morning, Downtown Dental Center. How can I help you today? Hello, I'd like to make an appointment for a dental checkup and scaling. Okay, sure. Could I have your name, please? Brian Turner. Thanks, Mr. Turner. I don't see a record of you in our system. Have you visited our clinic before? No, this will be my first time. Okay, no problem. When you come for an appointment, please make sure to arrive 20 minutes early. We'll need you to fill out some new patient forms about your medical and dental history. Okay, yeah, no problem. So, when would you like to make the appointment? The sooner the better. 
I'm available on Wednesday afternoons after 4 p.m. and Friday mornings until noon. Okay, just a moment while I take a look. Hmm, we could fit you in on the 23rd at 4.30 p.m. That's the Wednesday after next. Would that work for you? Let me just double check my schedule. Ah, sorry, no, that won't work. Okay, then how about the Wednesday after that, the 30th? Same time, 4.30 p.m. Yeah, okay, that'll be perfect. Excellent. So I've scheduled you with Dr. Smith for 4.30 p.m. on Wednesday the 30th for a checkup and scaling. Please remember to arrive 20 minutes early to fill out the new patient forms. And please make sure to bring a piece of photo ID and your insurance information if you have it. All right. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye. All right. So we just listened to that example conversation between a patient and a receptionist, and the patient phoned the dental clinic to make an appointment. So Cassie, now what we're going to do is go through this conversation one more time and highlight the key parts and explain them to everyone so that in the future, when our listeners are making their own appointment for a dental visit, they'll have no problems. So why don't we begin at the start of the conversation? Cassie, you know, this guy, his name is actually Brian Turner. We hear that in the conversation. Brian Turner calls the Downtown Dental Center, which is the name of the dental clinic. And the receptionist says, hello, how can I help you today? And Brian Turner replies, I would like to make an appointment for a dental checkup and a scaling. And I think this is the best way to actually communicate that you want to make an appointment. All you have to say is, I would like to make an appointment for, and then say your reason, right? So there are many, many different reasons why you might want to visit the dentist. If you are a new patient at the dentist, like Brian Turner is, we also learn that later in the conversation that he's new to this clinic, then probably the best thing to do is to schedule a checkup so the dentist can meet you and take a look at your situation going on in your mouth <laughs> and make some recommendations. <laughs> but I think this is a really good sentence structure to know, right? I would like to make an appointment for a checkup. I would like to make an appointment for a cleaning. I would like to make an appointment for a whatever you need to get fixed in your mouth. Cassie, are there any other ways we could achieve this goal of making an appointment? What are some other things we could say as a first sentence when talking to the receptionist? I think similarly, instead of saying, I would like to, you could turn it into a question like, can I make an appointment for a dental checkup and a scaling? Or if uh, you have an issue with your mouth, which a lot of people do. That's why they want to go to the dentist. Maybe you can start with the problem first and then ask about an appointment. For example, I have some tooth pain. Can I make an appointment to get it checked out? Exactly. And that's a great point. I think if you have an urgent problem, something that needs care 
quickly, like maybe you have a toothache or a cavity or an emergency, then it's probably best to start with that, right? Oh, I have a dental emergency. I need to make an appointment immediately. Or I have a toothache. I would like to make an appointment as soon as possible, right? If you say that, then that will communicate that the problem is serious. So I think that's a great tip. So after that, later in the conversation, the receptionist asks, when would you like to make the appointment? You know, this is the first question they're going to ask. What time works for you? Yes, indeed. So the receptionist is always going to ask you a kind of question like this, like, when would you like to make the appointment? When would you like to see the dentist? When's a good time for you? What time works for you? Some kind of variation on this question. And I think this is a key expression that our listeners should understand here, Cassie, when negotiating a schedule is using the expression work for you, right? What time works for you? Does that time work for you? No, it doesn't work for me, <laughs> okay? So <laughs> we use work for you, meaning like, does it fit your schedule, right? So Cassie, I could say, you know, if we're gonna like meet tomorrow, I could say, uh, oh, we're meeting tomorrow, right? Does 9 a.m. work for you? Is like having a morning coffee together okay? I could say, oh yeah, that works for me. Exactly. So it matches my schedule. It's a good fit for me. And I think we use works for me or doesn't work for me in these kind of situations all the time. So Brian Turner, our patient, he communicates with the receptionist that he wants to make the appointments as soon as possible. He says, the sooner, the better right? The receptionist asks, when would you like to make the appointment? And he replies, the sooner the better. And I think the strategy that Brian Turner uses to make his appointment is really the best way for negotiating a schedule over the phone. Because it can be confusing going back and forth, like, is this day okay? Is this day okay? Is this day okay? He just says all of the times that he's available and lets the receptionist find a time that fits with the dentist's availability. So Brian says, I'm available on Wednesday afternoons after 4 p.m. and Friday mornings until noon. And then he leaves it in the receptionist's hands. It's her job to go through the schedule and to find an opening on one of those times that matches the dentist's availability. Yeah, exactly. If you don't give specific regions of time where you're available, you could go back and forth, you know, four or five times before you can find a time that works for both of you. But if you pick, you know, a ballpark, like, uh, you know, I'm free any day after 3 p.m., well, then the receptionist at the dentist office can very quickly look through her available times that week after 3 p.m. or whatever time that you said you preferred. 
Yeah, so I would highly recommend trying to schedule any appointment. Could be for a dentist or, you know, taking your car to the mechanics or visiting the doctor's office. Anytime you have to schedule an appointment, it's always just much easier to negotiate if you say which times you are available and then let the other end find an opening that works for them. And that's the easiest way to do it. Going forward in this conversation, the receptionist hears Brian Turner's availabilities and then searches in her computer to try and find an opening. And she comes back and says, oh, Brian, we could fit you in on the 23rd. So fit someone into their schedule. We could fit you in. That means that there just is an opening in the schedule for that time and they could schedule you. Right? So to fit someone in to your schedule means to make an appointment for that time. To make an appointment for someone, to fit them into your schedule. Same, same thing. However, that doesn't work for Brian, does it, Cassie? No, he says that won't work. And so the receptionist has to come up with another time that hopefully will work for Brian. Right. So... They come up with a time for the Wednesday after next. The Wednesday after next. And Cassie, that's a really interesting way to talk about an upcoming Wednesday, right? The Wednesday after next. Could you just break that down for us? Because I think some listeners may be confused about how to talk about this type of future time situation. So what does that mean, the Wednesday after next? Mm. So in this case, it means not the Wednesday that's coming up. It's the one after that, a week later, okay? So it would be the Wednesday after the closest Wednesday to you at that point in time. Yeah. So for example, Cassie, just to give a real example here, we are recording right now. It is a Thursday, right? So the Wednesday after next from today for us on Thursday is actually almost two weeks away, right? It's like 13 days away because next Wednesday, next week, that's six days from now. And then we have a week after that. So that is another seven days. So it can be, you know, almost up to two weeks from the day that you are talking. And we can use this kind of expression to talk about any future time, right? The week after next, the month after next, the year after next, even, it's a great kind of expression for scheduling future appointments. Yeah, that's right. And then later in the conversation, after they've planned the schedule, the receptionist reminds the patient one more time that he must remember to arrive 20 minutes early to fill out new patient forms. And he should bring a piece of photo ID. It's really common when you go to a new dentist's office or doctor's office to fill out these forms. They need it to, you know, uh, have your insurance on record and have all of your information on record with your name. And in order to do that, a piece of photo ID, meaning a passport or a driver's license is uh, necessary in order to 
fill out and verify that paperwork. Exactly. If you're like me and you forget all of your important numbers, like your insurance numbers and your postal code and all of these things, it's nice to have your ID there so that you can check it when you need to write on the form uh, all of that information down again. And yeah, if you're a new patient at a clinic, dental clinic, doctor's clinic, maybe visiting your vets, any kind of situation like that, it's common. It's almost 100% certain that you're going to have to fill out some kind of form to share your information with the doctor or the dentist, just about your medical history or your dental history and insurance information, like you mentioned, Cassie. So be prepared, everyone, to fill out that kind of form. Of course, if you're a returning patient, you're not a new patient, but you're a returning patient, well, then you don't have to fill that out because it will already be in their computer files and on record. So we're almost at the end of today's episode. But before we go, let's summarize what we covered today. Yeah, so today we learned about how to make a dental appointment over the phone. And we talked about some of the expressions you can use when making the appointment, along with some of the reasons why you might need to make a dental appointment. That's right, like a scaling or a checkup, maybe getting a cavity filled, or if you have a toothache or an emergency, you could mention that too. And we also learned some expressions you can use when scheduling, such as, does that time work for you? And that time works for me, or mm, that time doesn't really work for me. In the next episode, we'll continue this dental adventure and join Brian Turner one more time as he arrives at the dental office for his appointments. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Well, Cassie, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening, everyone. We hope that you learned a lot with us today. Our website is qlips.com. If you want to get the study guide, including the transcript and practice exercises for this episode, check out the website to download it. Becoming a QLips member is a great way to support us, but it's not the only way. You can also support us by leaving a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcast app, telling your friends about QLips, and by following us on social media. Yes, stay up to date with QLips by following us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or Twitter. Our email address is contact at QLips.com. And if you'd like to send us a message, feel free to do that. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be back soon with a brand new episode. Talk to you then. Bye. Goodbye.